Okay. Should we do it again? Yeah, let's try this again. All right. <sighs> Here we go. Before we begin, the Uluru Statement from the Heart calls for, among other things, truth-telling, and in the spirit of this, Charlotte and I want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea, and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples today. We live down some podcasts from Wodjak Bodja here in Perth, and we want to encourage you to go and learn about the country you are on. Well said. And with that, uh, Charlotte's going to smoothly go into the thing. (laughs) Don't jinx it. Welcome to Untangling the Mess Round, your favourite weekly podcast with Jethro and Charlotte, where we argue about everything swing, many things not swing. And today's favourite podcast? Oh yeah, just throwing it out there. <laughs> might be, I don't know. Um, you don't know? <laughs> if it's their only podcast, it might be their favourite. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they're just discovering podcasts. <laughs> maybe this is like all they have. <laughs> you don't know that. Um, Sorry to interrupt me. Sorry, keep going. That's okay. No, the talking point uh, for today's episode will be music and musicality. Nailed it. Yeah. The end. (laughs) That's all you get. (laughs) That's musicality in a nutshell. Yeah, pretty much. But before we get into that, we have some other stuff that we want to get into. Starting off with our... The quiz. quiz. The quiz from last week. Charlotte did ask us... Uh, actually, no, you asked the question. What oh, was it? darn, you're going to make me pronounce her name again. Because yep. I did it so well last yep, time. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so, Pamela Gürtzite. Nailed it. I did! Look yep. at me go. Mm-hmm. Um, if she was not an internationally renowned swing dancer, what would have been her career of choice? Now, we did get some answers for this already. We did. We got a we couple did. of people suggesting that she might have been a shoemaker. She, yeah, that was designer. a suggestion. Um, I'm... But she already, she already is, is one, like, so I'm not going to accept that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not accepting that That is a part-time thing. Yeah. But if she wasn't doing the things she is... Doing. What would she be? A magician. No way. Yeah. Actually. Apparently she actually, like, she's... In the podcast I was listening to, she was still, like... Because everyone laughed, obviously, when she said that. And she's <laughs> like, guys, I'm serious. I know how to do things. <laughs> like she, a legit, like, stage magician. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. I'm I know. I want to go to an event where, like, you know, it's like a cabaret night. Just give her a pick, take a card. So but that's what I mean. Trick. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, rock that swing and then like everyone's dancing everywhere and then meanwhile Pamela comes out and like, and for my next trick. Tiger's jumping everywhere. <laughs> and just go do a rabbit. <laughs> and just sort herself in half. <gasps> oh, she'd be great. I think, yeah. Cool. So that's the answer to that. There you go. No one won this week. Da-da. No free classes. So make sure you listen to the end. We've got a new... Wait, have we got a question? Yes, it's your question! We're going to use that one, aren't we? We've got a question at the end. We might come up with a different question by the end of it, but Um, for now we have one in storage. We have one. We have one in storage. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, I think that's it for the quiz. Good news of the week, Charlotte. Wait! No! um, I stuffed it up. I stuffed everything up. Yeah. Damn. Hey, Charlotte. Yes? What's time for now? News of the week. <laughs> oh. I pressed the wrong button, and we were doing so well. well. <laughs> Tara, you'll shambles. be doing most of the rest of the podcast, so you just have to bear with me while doing the beginning of this. Um, so yeah, my good news of the week <laughs> was I got to hang out hang out on uh, Friday with my niece because it's school holidays right now. My sister couldn't find daycare for them, and I was like, I'll hang out with her. And she's eight, and she's hilarious, and she's asking me all these like really intense questions mm-hmm. of like. You know, do you have a husband? And I'm like, no. And I was, just, and then she's like, okay. And you can see her like thinking about all of this. And um, it's like, she wants will, to will know you about will you. you have a husband? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe then, like the concept of not potentially not having a husband was obviously brand new information to her. Right. It's like, you don't have to have a husband. I'm like, no, you don't. And she's like, interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I was like, mm. so like Trend, in the short young. amount of time that I had with her, we went over Plastic Free July and like waste and all of that. Yeah. We went through some some pretty important things in terms of feminism. Mm-hmm. Um, then we like the husband thing. Yep. And then I took her bouldering. Um, and as she was trying to reach one of the holds, um, I smashed her head into the thing while trying to help her. Nailed it. Yeah. Go Auntie Charlotte. <sighs> yep. <laughs> poor, poor kid. Poor Isabella. Um, um, she totally remembers you, like properly remembers you now. Really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen her in years. I know, I know. I wouldn't recognize her if I saw her. Probably not. No, but like she saw a picture. I don't know. It was something on my on my laptop, yeah. and she's like, "Ah, it's Jetro." <laughs> 
good, good job. Yeah, Bella. She, she, Bella. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. Nice. Um, so my good news that did just remind me is I just wanted to do a shout out. I'm seeing a lot of people doing awesome stuff for Plastic Free July. Yep. So my good news of the week is good job, everyone. Keep doing the things. Yay. If you don't know what Plastic Free July is, uh, there's lots of stuff online, but essentially it's just people trying to reduce as much single-use plastic as they can from their regular lives. So when you go out shopping, you know, if you've got... A plastic bag for all your vegetables. Can you use the the paper bag that your yeah. mushrooms come in, or, or bring your own, bring your own, ideally. or yeah. have you know use bulk food stores and things like that? So trying to reduce all that packaging, which means we've had no nachos this month. No, it's really hard to get. I mean, you can't get them from wasteless. Oh, can you make nachos? Oh, that's what I've been tempted to try. Yeah, I did the puff pastry last week, so I might try making corn chips. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Or you could do like kale chips. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> so we also had another segment we wanted to quickly cram in here. Yes. Because Charlotte and I both heard really cool things. It wasn't really good news. It wasn't really spring-related, but we found out some really cool facts. They're, they're just hilarious. Um, <laughs> you start. So new segment of just like random facts with Jethro and Charlotte. This may be the only time this, this segment comes through. Probably. But I was into the radio. They were doing this segment. And I found out that in the Guinness World Records... Mm-hmm. There is a record for the first ever embryo created from an extinct species. Ooh. So there's a whole bunch of, obviously... Park style. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of scientists around the world trying to get DNA from an extinct species, mm-hmm. shove it into an egg of a similar species that's alive today. That's how science works. You, you just, just shove it in there. Shove an egg. it in there, and then see if it develops and grows. Okay. And so the first one that made it to the embryo stage, it mm-hmm. didn't get through, like it did get stuck further along the way. It didn't actually get, it wasn't viable, but they managed to get an embryo and it was of an Australian species. Oh, cool. Can you guess the Australian species? Probably not. No, you won't be able to. No. Because it was the gastro brooding frogs. Okay. So gastro brooding is this weird thing where they eat their fertilized eggs. Their stomach becomes a temporary womb the eggs hatch, what? little tadpoles swim around in the stomach, develop into frogs, and then eventually the frog will vomit up its babies, <laughs> and then little babies hop around. Australia, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, God, how high were you when you created all this shit? How great is that? It's pretty great. So I found out like, the gastric brooding frogs are a thing, and they're extinct. I think there's a good reason for that. <laughs> so yeah, that's my fact. What's yours? Oh, okay. Which one should I start with? Okay, I'll start with the. Um, do you have just that one, or do you have that's, another that's one? It. That's all. I've okay, so out. I've got two. Just really quick ones. So one of them was I heard on the radio that in Japan they are wanting to reopen the theme parks. And fun times. Fun times, yeah, yeah. But obviously, because you know, when you scream, there's uh, little droplets everywhere, and that's not great. Uh, re COVID nineteen. <clears throat> they have advised everyone that they need to scream inside their hearts, and <laughs> which you know is a great theme for just twenty twenty in general. <laughs> I feel. Scream in your heart. And apparently, they did a video of like the execs of the theme park, like with a face mask, riding the the roller coaster with you know just not not screaming and just holding it in. What. I saw, I went to uh, Tokyo Disneyland yeah. with a bunch of my teammates. This is back when I was like 14. Mm. So we were competing. We had a day off. We went to Tokyo Disney- Disneyland. We did the, like, no one was there. So we did the log ride like five times. Yeah. And every time we did it, we had different poses. Yeah. And one of them, we tried to sleep. Like, we all just, like, literally eyes closed, hand on our heads, trying really hard to look asleep. Mm. And there's a photo of us, like, asleep on the, like, the giant drop thing. Nice. So it's possible not to scream. It is. It's but I feel like the whole theme of just scream inside your heart, I think it's more the wording that really got me. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair um, so that's one. I, and the other one, which I just, again, I thought was absolutely hilarious. Um, so this is a... <clears throat> It is, I thought it had been passed into law, but it hasn't. But a San Francisco lawmaker is proposing something, um, is proposing an act to punish people who make racially charged 911 calls. So like those stupid people who call, it's like, oh, there's a black guy watering his flowers. I'm going to call the cops on him because I'm a racist idiot. But the best thing about this, this law or this act is that they're calling it the Karen Act. Yes. Which is the best thing ever because it's an acronym and it stands for Caution Against Radically Exploitative Non-Emergencies. The Karen Act. I approve. <laughs> well played, America. I don't think many people are saying that at the moment, but I'll say it now. <laughs> that one guy. That one guy. Good job. So, yes. Cool. Uh, and that's the end of this segment forever on Untangling yeah. the Mess Around. Yeah.
Unless you really want more frog facts, and I'll find more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Anyways, <laughs> moving right along. So what happened last week in Swing Zing, yeah? Swing Zing was good fun last week. We had our new venue in Bayswater. Yeah. We moved down the road to a new church hall, and the floor is so springy. Yay! So it's got its little charm. Like, it's a little it's a smaller venue, which is perfect for us. Mm. Uh, and it went really well. Cool. People found it. That's the main thing. Yep. We, we had a good dance. Um, the floor was nice to us. Mm. Um, yeah, Monique and I are trying that thing where we split up the Lindy 1 class. Oh, yeah. So we're doing like an intro to, an intro class and a Lindy 1.5 class mm-hmm. for half of it. And then we come back together. <clears throat> so our Lindy 1 class experiment is going well. That's good. Um, how was Thursday? Thursday went well. Killer Boogie! Yeah. Killer Boogie, every, we finished the choreo. All the choreo. But we're going to do it again next week because we didn't get enough time to go over the entire routine. Yeah, so for anyone who's only done, who's done all three, we haven't actually tried to do it all together. We did it we once. Did, yeah, we did it once, but like yeah, yeah. The next week will be... A, we're going to smash that, it. Yeah, the whole class dedicated to that and hopefully getting up to speed. Yeah, yeah. So the plan is to recap a few of the trickier moves, but mostly yep. it's just practicing the order of the phrases. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're just doing it a whole bunch um, of times. Yeah, f- uh, Thursday was fun. I taught um, Lindy 2 with Fee. So last two weeks I've been leading. So these two weeks, sorry, the two weeks prior I had been leading and these two weeks uh, Fee is leading. Okay. And we just taught a really fun class where she dressed up like Peter Pan and I was dressed all in black because I was her shadow. And no one got the reference, but that's okay because we entertained ourselves and we planned the class around that. <laughs> Because that's how we roll. <sighs> the important things, right, Sha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, hey, yeah. it was a really Priorities, good class. Yeah. We got some good feedback from that. I was stoked. Cool. The class is based around following the follow. Yeah, that is a cool, that is a fun, challenging concept. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I yeah. think last week in Swing Zing, that's kind of yeah, that was about it, it really. Yeah. Um, we've got some stuff coming up, which is exciting. Yeah. So obviously, uh, sorry, Monday class. We've got our online yeah. class tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, So if yeah. you want to jump online on Zoom or YouTube, mm-hmm. we're teaching... Some uh, Charleston stuff. Yeah, Charleston. We'll do uh, a Charleston choreography for Lindy 1, and we'll do some hand-to-hand stuff for Lindy 2 tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday, uh, Monique and I are doing our Lindy 1, Lindy 2 class in Bayswater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Thursday, like I said before, Killer Boogie. Yep. Lindy and Balboa. Yep. If you know anyone wanting to start their Balboa adventure, please uh, come tell them to... or. Tell them to come hang out with C and I. Um, <laughs> they are all still dropping classes, even cool. if you missed the beginning of the intake. Cool. And then also to let people know, the specialty block has been Killer Boogie. Yes. But it will be changing. We're going to do one more solo jazz class the week after Killer Boogie finishes. Yep. But after that, that specialty block is going to become a routine, a Lindy Hop routine. Choreographed by the one and only... Jethro! Yeah. Jethro! <laughs> so I'll be choreographing... Can that be your performance name? Jethro! Jethro! <laughs> I'll be, yeah, yeah, we'll choreograph something and we'll teach that cool. over the next five weeks so that we can then performance at our performance night. Yay! We're not having a fully fledged performance ball this year. No. Because of COVID. Because, yeah, because Rona. But the 30th, Sunday the 30th mm-hmm. of August... I was going to say, of the month of August. ...is going to be our performance night. So Rhythm Riot <laughs> will perform, we'll get the Spiritual Block to perform. Yep. Regular classes are going to be regular classes. They're not going to be performance-based. Mm-hmm. So if you want to perform anything, you have to jump in that class at 6.30 on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Or ask us really nicely and we'll might do something else as well. Yeah. Um, we should also mention that even if, if you want to learn the routine but you don't want to perform, that is also okay. Yes. Yeah, you can course. come along to the class just for the sake of learning the choreo and then decide that you don't want to perform. That's a-okay. Um, but yeah. and, and we do open up a performance to other people. So if Absolutely. someone else has a routine in mind and they've got a bunch of mates that they've, you know, done Been working on or something to. I've, I've heard rumors of spring chickens. Oh, that room is not going to happen. Oh, no. But it might happen later in the year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, floor's open. It'll be a short night. It'll be like an afternoon thing, three till six or something yeah. on that Sunday. Yeah, nice so and chilled out. Nice and chill. Not like the big spiky one we had last year with all the circus dumb tricks. That was great. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that was great. So yeah, that's kind of what's coming up in Swing Zing. Yeah. Um, Exciting we- times. Very exciting times. <clears throat> Should we move on smoothly as to... Again, we say that every week we should change that bloody... Yeah, yeah. I intro. do feel like that int- that that segue was redeems the earlier stuff yeah, up on yeah. the days of the week, though. No, you, ma- you nailed that one. You mm. mailed that one. I mailed it. I mailed it to the moon. Slowest <sighs> form of communication yeah. these days. So, World of Swing. Yeah. World of Swing. Move, move together. together. 
which no one slept, like no one watched because it was at 1am last night. Yeah, I was um, asleep. I was asleep because I had to go to work today, so I apologize. But I do plan on watching it. It is still available to watch on the Facebooks. Yeah, we actually just had a quick check and it was still there. So I couldn't watch it today either. Um, but go to Move Together mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook and it's it's up. It's an hour, sorry, two, two hours. hours, 40 minutes long mm-hmm. of... Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm assuming a good conversation mm. about making the dance community more inclusive or how to deal with racism yep. or, I don't know. We don't know, really. Yeah. <laughs> all the buzzwords. Insert buzzword here. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll definitely be watching that. Cool. Um, but, yeah, if you want to go and watch it or you have watched it, let us know. Yeah, it's, if you have watched it, please, like, synopsis would be great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, we couldn't find anything else in World of Swing. No. People is... are kind of going back dancing, depending where you are on the but world. But then you've got some places that are shutting back down, so it's a bit awkward. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Victoria. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, yep, um, so that's that's all we could find that was happening. Mm. But we actually registered for ILHC, though. Oh, yeah, we did too. Yeah, that should have been our good use of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. That would have been... I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to register for ILHC, it is all video entries. So mm. you, anyone can enter. Yep. We have. You should too. <laughs> Yes, we should definitely. I was wondering, like, uh, should we enter the classic as well in case your back doesn't <laughs> want to play nice? Oh, yeah, sure. Nah, Just in case. Like, we've, already, nah, we've already done it. I can still register because only one of us needs to. <laughs> no, it is more money. It's like 10 But bucks. I can pay. Oh, ooh. I'll just take it from your Patreon sub- <laughs> subscription. <laughs> Hi, Patreon. Um, okay, we can show that later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, World of yeah, Swing, that's, World of Swing it. that's it. If you know of anything coming up, let us know so we can tell it on the podcast. Pretty much. Mm. Echo Chamber shout outs. Uh, so I've been following Nils and Bianca ever since kind of they came to Boogie Down South last year. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh my god, these You've two are amazing. You've been them so hard. Yeah. It's hard to find leads that I like the way <clears> they move that I actually want to copy. So <clears> they are on Instagram. Um, so if you search the handle at Bianca Locatelli, and I'm going to say that with lettering because I don't know how to pronounce it. Don't look at me. <laughs> Bianca, obviously B-I-A-N-C-A, and then the last name L-O-C-A-T-E-L-L-I. So go and search that and follow them because they, uh, they've got amazing dancing, but they're also kind of just stupid, silly people as well. They really are. I, uh, like, I, over, I the, over the weekend, they were filming a bunch of boogie-woogie um, tutorials. And so Bianca was on her phone just like doing stories the whole day. And so there's like 10 second clips of like Nils using a microphone stand as a guitar. Or uh, them just like doing stupid stuff. Like, yeah. They're so, yeah. They're pretty fun. They make you want to just be friends with them. Yeah. Mm. Be friends with us. Hi, Nils and Bianca. Hi. They totally <laughs> listen to this. So, um, yeah, if you're on Instagram, I want to see some good dancing and just some funny people. Mm. Bianca Locatelli. Um, I I came out came across not came up with um, Nora Yara and Rosa. They're these three dancers, and I only found out today that I I have to fact check this, but it looks like they're French, which I was really not prepared for. Ooh, I know fafa. exactly foodie fafa. <laughs> um, but they're these um, three young girls. They would be maybe what in their early teens, early early teens, and they're just um, they put up these clips of themselves dancing to like James Brown and this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, a bit solely, a bit groovy. Yeah, and they just move really well, yeah, and they just dances. they're really fun to watch. And like the fact that they're so young as well, you have a slight moment of like, <laughs> um, but it's a good moment. Uh, so they're on Instagram at uh, Nora Yara Rosa. They're also on Facebook at Let It Happen. So you should check them out. They're really fun. I'll put it up in on our Facebook page. I can put up a clip of that. Mm, mm. That Facebook page. That Facebook page. See, Untangling the mess around. Yeah. Oh yeah, welcome to Untangling the Mix Around. You said I that said that, that. yeah, okay. I said that in my intro when yeah, you cool. rudely interrupted me. I did rudely interrupt. Mm. Alright, I think that's enough for those segments. Let's get into the Should talking point. actually talk about some musicality stuff? Yeah, I'm going to have a cookie. <sighs> okay, so, musicality, the team, this, this week, this is kind of a compilation of all the things that I want to be able to teach you guys and show you guys and explain in a dance class setting, at a Lindy Hop class, mm. but it's so long-winded that people that want to, that are there <clears> to dance don't get to dance as much. Exactly. So there's a few things that, that actually, let's just go over them real quick. Um, why do we start on eight? This for solo jazz things. Why mm-hmm. does something start on eight? Uh, the other thing, upbeat versus downbeat. What's the difference between the one and the two? We've got a great clip for that one, by the way. Um, swing or not swing? Like, how do you, what does a song swing? What does, like, it what mean does that mean? Like, yeah. What, what, hmm. What's, how, if you listen to a song, what changes between a sw- song that's swung and a song that doesn't swing? Uh, so I've got that coming up. And also the indifference point. 
This is my favorite. So this is a brand new concept that we haven't. Can really... I play the thing now? Is now no, the time? No, it. don't play the thing. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> and then maybe we'll get into some twelve up blues idea. Okay. Okay. So, so Jethro is going to be just to sort of. Yeah, Jethro's going to be doing most of the talking um, on this one. Not because I don't get any of this, but because he understands it better than me, so it makes more sense for him to talk it. So my contribution will be some really, really bad musical jokes throughout pepper, peppered throughout the podcast. You're welcome in advance. I've got one especially that I'm saving for the end. All right, so <clears throat> here we go, team. So the first segment I wanted to do was why do we start on eight? Uh, I should also mention that throughout all of this, I'm not actually a musician. So yes, you are. Oh, I can I can push buttons. No, but you play the guitar as well. Yeah. That you just that. But so the, the, my point, like, I'm not a professional musician. Okay. I'm I'm not trained. I didn't study it at all at tertiary level okay. or at high school. Like, it's just all self-taught. So I could very easily be wrong. But I also called my brother, who is a professional musician. Okay. So he he teaches at a high school now, but he did study music and was in a few bands and stuff. Uh, he's a drummer mostly, but does a lot of singer songwriting, singer songwriting stuff on his guitar. Hi, Luke. Hi, Luke. He doesn't listen to podcasts. Maybe he should start. No. He's Maybe tried. if he started, this would be his favorite one. It Maybe be. it would be that guy. No. 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 Oh well. Um. So yeah, called him up, but like, hey, Luke, what? Why do we start on eight? And it was yeah, he helped me out a little bit. Okay. All the all the ideas were pretty much same same, but he just helped me out on the actual music like, theory musician of side of things. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Are you going to say something? No, I was just saying it doesn't matter. We'll get to it later. <laughs> okay. Okay, so why do we start on eight people? Um, if you don't know, a lot of solo jazz moves start on the eight. So falling off a log, you will clap and kick on count eight mm-hmm. and then do a bit of a great fun thing on the one, two, three. This happens in some moves and not in others. Yeah. And it's, it's always kind of different. And people, students, often just want everything to start on the one. Because it's nice and organized. It is so much easier if it all starts on the one. Mm. But unfortunately, that's not the way that all music works. Uh-huh. So obviously, we dance to music. One way of thinking about a dance is a physical embodiment of the noise made when people play instruments. Like mm-hmm. it's, We're trying to physicalize that sound. So we do a lot of things that the musics, that the musics do. That the musics do, yes. And they will very, very, very often or very regularly lead into an idea or lead into mm. their melody or their concept. So the one, the easiest one I could think of explaining with you guys was the oh, melody. the keyboard's out, people. You all know this, Summertime. We play at the end of every mm-hmm. podcast. So the intro for this is uh, two bars. We have got a... Couple of chords that repeat, and that is the intro. So those eight beats, those mm-hmm. two bars, are kind of the you know getting everything ready, and this melody starts in the intro. Yeah. So if you're listening, I count it <clears> out for everyone: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, one. Seven, eight, one. This summertime, it doesn't start on the one. Mm-hmm. If it's not on the one, so it's a pretty boring melody. Yeah. It just and that's quite ready. a common theme, isn't it? That the melodies will sort of kickstart before. Um, yeah. Bef- before the the one, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> so the the other one that I sometimes use in class to explain it is um, I like pie, I like cake. Mm-hmm. I like pie. Pie is the like the thing that we're talking about. Yep. The I like is in the part of the music before the chorus. Okay. That's on the seven eight. The I like pie seven eight one. And so, why would we only start dancing on the pie when there's already things happening on the seven and the eight? Yeah. We want to copy that melody. And one of the most fun ways to do a swing out is to actually rock step on the seven eight. Have you ever done that before? I think I have, but not knowingly. Because <laughs> when I dance, I obviously... I, you have uh, seen me dance at, uh, as a lead, I mean. I Phrasing is a thing that I know and understand, but my phrasing will always be very closely tied to the melody, not so much the musical structure yeah, okay. of it. Um, so, yeah, I probably have. <laughs> <laughs> so if you get a chance to try it, like there's, there's a few people out there who actually think this is how they probably swung out 
back, back in, in the, the 30s and 40s. Mm. I, I'm not sure about that one. Um, but I have heard that rumor floating around okay. that the rock step that's is actually on the seven eight. Okay. And so when you connect up, when you get into that like face to face, hand on the back, leaning back, stretchy moment, that's the one. That's the like the big oomph moment. Yeah, right. And then you can kind of swing yourself out and do your twist and do your run, run, and then come back together on the one at the start of every bar. Sweet. Yeah. It feels like I it's like got, that idea. It's got heaps of power in that moment mm. when you do that seven and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven and a one. And you're catching on that one every time. That's yeah. when you're redirecting. Rather than oh, on you that should, three four. You should um incorporate that in your choreography for I could. That would yeah. be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Do some swing outs on the seven eight. Mm. Um so yeah, that's a real <clears> brief kind of thing about the lead-in and that that Luke was also so my brother was also talking about the idea that when you notate a song when you write out the Mm. actual score sometimes he'll like have a bar that only has two notes in it just to put off his students (laughs) so (laughs) it's so mean it's a test right okay so this uh, these two notes they're like the seven eight or the three four of a bar, mm. you can notate it either with just those two notes and then start a full bar with four whole beats in it. Yeah. Or you can just have silence. Right. For your first six beats, so you actually like to notate out the silence. Mm. So your first bar is completely silence, and then the last note. Then you'll start doing the notes into it. So there's different ways to notate it, <clears throat> but it is uh, yeah something that you actually have to pay attention to as a musician as well. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So hopefully that helps. I know that doesn't help about the eight because we talk about the seven, <clears throat> the songs that we yeah. chose started on the seven. And actually we're in a class at Swing Camp Oz where Gordon Webster was on his piano and just asking for, like this is his class, was about melodies starting at different points yeah. in time and would like say a song. Shiny name. stockings or yeah. whatever. Smooth sailing. Yeah. And then he'd start playing it and then we'd be listening to the melody and we'd be trying to figure out what count the melody starts on yeah whether it's on the seven whether it's on the six whether it's the eight whether it's the two Mm. some melodies don't actually start the start of the bar you still have a bit of a silence before they jump in so songs vary so therefore our dancing is going to vary too absolutely so yeah hopefully that helps about the why do we start on eight Mm. the is anything else you wanted to add to that no but i've got a bit of a lame joke that um, okay maybe ties into timing um, how can you tell if a singer is at your door? Don't know. How do I tell if a singer is at my door? They can't find the key and they never know when to come in. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. That's good, right? <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah, thanks. They can't find the key. Yeah. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. That's what, this will be my contribution for the rest of the podcast, people. <laughs> All right. So upbeat versus downbeat. Now, when I asked Luke about this, he actually was like, uh, what? <laughs> oh, wait, this is, this, is, wrong... this is where I get to play a clip, though. Those are the wrong kind of terms. I was like, really? Oh. Uh, so he talked about the offbeat or the backbeat. Okay. But the fact about it being called an upbeat or a downbeat was apparently a bit misleading. Interesting. And not like a way that... So he's not a swing musician, I should say. He plays contemporary. He plays rock mm. and stuff. So... It's not common vernacular for him. Okay. Uh, he knows what he's talking about, the difference between one and two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently So he calls it a, what is it? So the backbeat. The backbeat. Or uh, offbeat. Or the offbeat. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I'll explain that in a second. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, no, no. This, so I'll explain something else here quickly. Upbeat and downbeat. The way I understand it is the upbeat is when the conductor swings their stick up mm-hmm. on the eight to get ready and then down on the one to start Sounds so the fair. up and down yeah like, that makes sense it does make sense i don't know if that's i don't know if that holds true for lindy hoppers like if that's the same term that we use for it because it's yeah it's may not be a rock solid term like no. it may not be standardized yeah i mean I, it is the term that i've heard used the most yeah but again i have quite a small bubble in terms of my musicality exposure uh, and I do have the feeling that some Lindy Hoppers teach it the other way around. Like they'll say upbeat and downbeat, but mean the opposite. That's so confusing. Where the up is the one and the down is the two. What? Why? What? The downbeat. The one, two, three, four. Like you're uh, down. okay. So I'm not saying that the upbeat is the eight and the downbeat is the one. Yeah. Some people, I think, 
do call it the other way around. Okay. And say so the upbeat is the one and the downbeat is the two. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the point is not necessarily the terminology. No. But what it is. The difference. Yeah. So we have a clip here. Uh, we should probably caveat this following <laughs> clip by saying that we do not hold the values um, or the opinions of this person speaking. Uh, he just be, explains it really well. He just explains it really well. And it's hilarious. I mean, I, I'm making fun of him kind of a little bit. I'm sorry. But it's just, yeah. Music. Listen. With the bad beats. With the accent on the wrong... Um, beats. For instance, I want to give our viewers a, an example of what I'm talking about. If we are listening to a song, I'm going to use a simple song like Jesus Loves Me, and I'm just going to say, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. The emphasis is on the one beat, okay? It's more of a march. Right? Now we can also move the accent, we can duplicate that and put it on the one and on the three. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Jesus loves me, this I know, kind of like a child would sing it. It's innocent, it's on the one and three. All we have to do is shift the accent to the two, or to the two and the four, or just the three. Sounds kind of confusing, but it would be like this. Jesus loves me, this I know, oh, for the Bible tells me so, oh, that two wants to him be long. Oh, all of a sudden, you have what what we call like a rap or a hip hop feel. It's the same word, same type feeling of the uh, the excuse me, the same type of melody or whatever. But all we've done is move the accent. The moment we move the accent from the one or three, it becomes a syncopated beat. Syncopation by all occult experts around the world agree. Should I stop? Syncopation is the source of occult power in <laughs> You can stop it now, yeah. <laughs> so, so that we don't we don't believe this to be true. <laughs> just to clarify. Um, um yeah. He goes oh, he goes on to some really weird tangents. Um but his demonstration of the, the two accents. Yeah, his, the difference between the accents was quite very knowledgeable about the the music side of things. Um, and we we have different opinions on the <laughs> very diplomatic way of putting it on the um, I guess the the repercussion, the consequences yeah. of being on that two and the four. Mm. And, I think it's, yeah, and yeah, rap and hip hop use that now, but mm-hmm. it came from jazz. All good things come from jazz. Usually, well, it may, it may have came from earlier than Except that. Except maybe chocolate. It may have been more bluesy stuff anyway it's uh yeah it so came through the accent swing. of the beat it's where the where the beat accents now i wanted to demonstrate a couple of things for you guys <clears throat> there when you're playing drums Ooh, he's got an instrument it's a guitar dun, dun, dun. we're going to uh do a simple drum beat which is just going to be one three My thumb hitting the wood is the bass. So when Luke's playing drums, he was talking about every one and three. It always starts with the the big old big thuddy bass drum mm. at the bottom. And then the hi-hat or the snare or something a bit sharper on that two and four. Okay. And a lot of drum like riffs and patterns are all based around that idea okay. of being there's two things happening, but then whether you've got other things playing around in it. Yeah. There's always going to be a difference between that one and that two. Okay. Whether it's the the hi hat or the snare or one and two, three and four, one and two. The the drums are always kind of paired up like that. As far as I can tell. I've just had a quick shuffle through my Casio and um This is Jethro playing. Not at all. It's not, it's great. All these different drum patterns. Oh, I'm not changing the patterns. I feel like drums are the is the instrument that clearly the more audible to than any other instrument about that yeah. one or two. Yeah. It just kind of does something over the one or the two and then repeats. Da 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 mm. da da da. So if you ever can't find the the one 
or the two, or you're not sure if you're clapping on the one or clapping on the two, try and hone in on the drums. Yeah. They're the ones who hold the beat, really, for the song, usually. The other ones that do help, obviously, is the bass. The bass. The bass line. And interesting story about the bass line, it used to be done by the tubers. Yeah. And it was too difficult to actually play on every single beat, that giant, massive instrument that wasn't enough breath. So often it would just be... So it's the one and the three, the one and the three. And they just play every single, like, one and three, but they wouldn't have enough breath to be able to do every single beat. Yeah. And it wasn't until they started using upright basses that they managed to have those dum 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 the walking yeah. bass line, where it did hit every single beat. And that really was a shift in music at that yeah, point. Yeah. I have a really naff joke about tubas. <laughs> Tell me the joke about okay. tubas. Okay, how do you fix a tuba? I don't know. How With do a fix- tuba glue. <laughs> Really naff joke. Yeah, right. no, you're welcome. Anyways, as you, so yeah, giant shift in music as soon as that uh, double bass were brought, was brought in, and able to yeah have a little bit more. Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A little more punch in the bass line. Yeah, um, and so yeah, hopefully that kind of gives you a bit more of something to focus in on when mm. you're trying to listen to music and like, what is that the one or the two? I don't know what people are talking about. Yeah. And look, there's no wrong way to step on either one or two. It's just, it's going to, just like the the speaker was saying before, it's just going to accent different things. So it'll accent different things in the music in the, in the same way that when you step on either one or the other, it'll accent different things in your dancing. So if you're clapping on the one and the three, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it might sound, what do you say, more innocent? Yeah. 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 Um, and if you want to be hip hop and cool or... Then you just snap. Occulty. What was he trying to get into? Oh, he just got, yeah, a culty. Um, so hang on. The the paraphrase, basically, of this guy, his his idea is that um, listening to music that emphasizes the two and four, quote, short circuits the moral frontal lobe and is a danger to Christians and, is de- and he's deadly serious. Um, so yeah, mm. Mm, apparently two and four is the devil's music, which I am down for. <laughs> I am there for that. Um, yeah. So that's kind of that whole like upbeat, downbeat. Yeah. I'm going to try and stop using those terms because I think they're not quite correct, I okay. guess. And just, uh, using, yeah, the backbeat, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. So that's that's the the one and the two, mm-hmm. and obviously the three and the four is the same as the is one the and the two. Repetition. Yeah, because it's a two count dance. It's a two count dance. <laughs> it's a two count dance. All right. You want to check another joke in here before you go to swing or not swing? Sure. Um. Oh, what's a good one? Well, I've got one, but you already told me to me, so I'm not going to tell you that <laughs> one. Um. Hey, Jet. Uh, what do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? Oh, I don't know. What do you get when you drop a piano down a mine shaft? A flat minor. <laughs> It's so bad. I know. And I've heard it before as well. So I know I've heard this one. What is it? What is it? <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Bad dad jokes. Yeah. There are bread and butter for classes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Swing versus not swing. Okay. So. What does it mean when something swings? Like people say this. What does it actually mean? And Luke had a really good analogy for this. He okay. was, he has to notate out music on his on a laptop on a, on a program mm. and so you can put all the notes in the perfect places for a swing song okay. for like Battle of Jericho mm. put everything in the perfect order and then if you hit play it doesn't sound like the song because it's all on straight because it's straight oh. it's robotic it does everything that you say so he literally has to tick a box that says swing oh really yeah that's so cool and it will swingify the whole song the notation doesn't change it's written out exactly the same yeah 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 but it's played with this delay yeah so he was talking about there's just this delay it's not as robotic it's not like on the beat it's not as marchy yeah yeah there's this uh, yeah this delay this sitting mm. in the pocket idea yeah and uh, the class the same class you were talking about before with Gordon Webster he did a really good example of that where he played a song very straight mm. um, he played shiny socks shiny socks yes shiny stockings like everything on the beat yeah um, and then he played it and we were just like oh it hurts my face and you like you couldn't quite put your finger on it because no, none of it was wrong it just felt wrong <laughs> so yeah and then he played it again with swing and he played it again with lots of with swing. like overly swung <laughs> uh, and so I recorded that like I have mm. that on my laptop but I didn't want to play it in a podcast because I haven't asked him permission for that yeah but I have asked him permission if I can play that for students okay so if you are in class and you want to hear this clip just ask cool and I'll be able to play it at yeah. some point I'll it find was, it so it's easy it was a really interesting class I really really enjoyed that class um, so 
in the spirit of the that, I'm going to attempt to do the same thing on my little Casio. Okay. So, like I was saying, with Battle of Jericho, the, the sheet music that I found, the first bar is entirely quavers. So it's the one and two and three and four and. Mm. Uh, but the melody... Uh, so I probably should change the I was going to say, tone. can we do the piano? <laughs> uh, let's go tone. Piano. Here we go. So one and two and three and four and... I should probably should just play that just to make yeah, it yeah. feel better. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's play without swing. That's That's straight. So yeah, it, it's definitely recognisable, but it just is lacking something. So yeah, there's mm. a melody of Jericho. We all can hear it. We all know what it is. And that's exactly... <laughs> that's pretty. It's nice. It is pretty, but it doesn't like... You can't be mean to not swing music just because it's not swing. Yes, I can. You can't tell me what to do. Well, you you shouldn't be. Well, that's a different question. Because <laughs> um, there is lots of good music that doesn't swing. I agree. Um, so yeah, that's that's literally what the the song is written out as. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, so it's just those eight quavers in that bar. But if we look at the top of the sheet music, it says played with a bouncy swing. You're like, oh, okay. So that means I've got to be going one and two and three and four and, and actually have this... bit more bounce to it. Mm. Yay! Feels better? Feels so much better. <laughs> um, is there an actual annotation for something that needs to swing or do they just write out? It's just right at the top. Oh, there should be an annotation. That'd be cool. How? I don't know. I'm not a musician. Obviously not. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like you have a treble clef or something. You decide, You would have some kind of notation that signifies swing, just like you have staccato and other words. <laughs> You're just throwing out words now. I actually know what those mean. <laughs> um, I, I assume it's just for, like the, the notation was invented before swing. Fair music enough. was written down. Yeah. They figured out a way to write music down well before this idea of oh, swing. Yeah, got yeah, yeah. No, I get that. I'm just saying and that. And so they got like, all the conventions and had it all set up all nice and pretty and mm. they they yeah. have to incorporate new music, but it's much easier to be like, this is how I'm gonna write it out, and then I'll put swing at the yeah. top. And maybe there is a way to notate it. Yeah. Well just like you know, just like language as well, like the letters uh, that we use, it, all of that is was Decided and um, implemented many, many, many years ago. Um, but that does with the evolution of language, we've had new things come in. Like the at symbol is not mm. something that was around a hundred years ago. Um, so I just thought maybe the same had happened with music. I mean, there might be. We'll have to ask a musician for that one. But as far mm. as I know, they they yeah. They just have not. a picture of Jesse Gordon on the top, <laughs> and then there's like ah, it swings. Got it. All right. So I do want to play another song for you with this whole idea of swung or not swung. I was going to do it in the mood, just the intro and the in a little bit. <clears throat> Just okay. to give people more of an idea, because this is a bit, little bit more of a song. Um, so here we go with the not swung, or an attempted version of the not swung version. Um. swing okay Yeah. 
so I can't play it very well, but hopefully... But you get the point across. You could kind and you of could get the, the point difference. Ac- yeah, yeah, you could get the point across quite well as well with the Jericho one, where mm. you, as soon as you, you just swung it ever so slightly. So again, swinging is just holding back and not not playing directly on the beat. In the same, in the same kind of way of, as we dance, we try not to dance on the beat. Triple in... step. No. Step, <laughs> step, triple step, step. Yep. Cha cha cha. Yeah. So that's how that's that's step, the step, phys- step, as you were saying before, step, like the physical step, manifestation step, of the music of we don't want to step on the beat because the music doesn't play on the beat. Um so yeah, we're trying to mimic the music as much as we can. With regards to Lindy Hop. Yeah, I'm just I just wanted to quickly point out we step on uh, we're still on the beat. Yes. We're not stepping on the but how would you say it then? Um we're in the pocket of the beat? Yeah. Okay, so what I mean on the beat is like on the actual, if the, yeah, if the yeah, beat yeah. had a pinnacle, we're not stepping on the pin- pinnacle yeah, yeah, of the yeah. beat, that is what I mean. Just sort of make sure we made that clear. Yeah. Because people are like, wait, I've got to step between the beats? Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder I'm stuffing it up all the time. <laughs> um, so yeah, so obviously there are different genres of music that swing as well. Mm. So blues swings. We've got this uh, lovely... bouncy kind of yeah. thing instead of oh god it just sounds like a completely different song um and then that's <laughs> playing the piano your song like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but then there is like solely things that swing mm. um there's songs that have swing in the name like electro swing which does, does swing mm, does it the excerpts that they take out Right. They they take bits of swing songs. Yeah. The stuff they put at the top is not. Yeah. But that is super straight. Yeah. That, that is really straight. But the... Because, I mean, they've got parts the samples. of... samples. Yeah, the samples of putting in the Ritz. Yeah. Like, that's going to be swung. Unless mm. they're adjusting that and then taking out all the swing of that. But I, I don't think I they don't, can... Yeah. No. I think it's just a sample. So parts of it do, do swing. But the, the, I get why people say that electric swing doesn't. Mm. Um, and then swing... Uh, West Coast swing isn't always dance to swing music. Mm. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's super contemporary. Which is fun in its own right, really. <laughs> so it's kind of, um, yes, there's a specific thing that swing means, but sometimes people say swing and uh, it's not that specific thing. Cool. Either because they're they're not sure or because of history mm. or because they just want to be cool. Or they're just using the word because they heard it somewhere but yeah. they don't actually understand what it means. So hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you've got a bit more of education now about what swing means, that delay, that one and two. And two. Uh, and if you want to hear Gordon Webster playing a swung version or a not swung version of Shiny Stockings, let me know. Yeah, I, I would highly encourage you to do that. Um, make sure you have it on your phone for class. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, no, I would encourage everyone to ask Jethro about that because it is a, a good clip. All right. Moving right along? Yes. You got a joke? I, I do. Okay. Uh, hey, Jethro, how many indie hipsters does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. How many indie hipsters does it take to change a light bulb? It's an obscure number. You probably haven't heard it. <laughs> so How great are these jokes? I mean, you did good. You, I did good, right? You did what I... what we? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I did what I was set out to do. All right, Charlotte. We're going to talk oh, about... Oh, no. This is where you're going to test me. Yeah. Oh, no. Is so, this where I also get the clip? Um, There's a clip for this one? No, no, but the name... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll get there okay. in a second. Okay, cool. Um, but first, I want to do an experiment. Okay. <laughs> Here's a pen. Oh, no. So I want you to be able to tap it and make some noise. A bit, bit louder for the microphone. Can you hit it closer to the microphone? I can try. And it's just going to be one hit. Okay. All right. So I've got a metronome app here. Okay. I am going to push play. Okay. It's going to go four beats. And, and you have to have make to the noise the... on the fifth beat. Okay. There'll be no fifth beat. I'm going to pause it before it makes that noise. Okay. But I'm going to hit play. There we go. One. We two, do this to our three, students. Four. You realize. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I. Yeah. No. I get the idea. I get the idea. All, all right, right. All right. Here we go. Here we okay, go. Okay. 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 <clears throat> no pressure, Charlotte. No, no. No. None at all. And. It's way too early. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Do it again. You rushed it. You rushed it even more the second time. It's because I'm panicking. <laughs> I'm panicking more about counting like one, two, three, four, five. This one. 
All if right. I could time, like if I could, can I tap? No, with? you can't tap. Oh, but that's not no, fair. You've got to tap when you think it is. But I do. But okay, you, okay no, 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 no. I'll change the tempo. I'm going to change the tempo. All right, all right. Let's let's make it a bit quicker. Jesus, just calm down to that scrolling. <laughs> Three thousand beats per minute. All right, let's see if I can catch this. Um, so when I did this in practice, I wasn't able to push pause in time. It made the noise in the fifth one. So I'll try to hit pause in time. Okay. But yeah, you the same idea. Okay. You'll hear four things. Okay. Tap on the fifth. You ready? Yeah. Oh, so slow. Oh, shush your face. <laughs> You're slow. <laughs> Come on, try again. Try okay, again. Okay, okay. I'm give you another chance. I take construction, uh, criticism very well, by the way, guys. I'm really good at giving it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you suck. Do it better. <laughs> Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Are you sure? No. Was that close? I think you rushed that one, didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> How are you testing this? I've got waveforms in front of me, so I can kind of see it. If we scroll uh, in, we can check. Okay. Cool. Okay. So that's the experiment. Okay. So hopefully, Did I pass? Well, no. you proved a point. Okay. Yay. <laughs> well done, me. Um... <laughs> Try at home. If you want to scroll back and try it yourself, try it because this is a really good test. So I would like to point out that, you know, if you are able to tap your finger along with the one, two, three, four, hitting the five is easy. As in like, I wasn't... No, not even then. Like, it's still going to change. It is going to Everyone change. Everyone always I, speeds up. But I... So this is it's what I was easier. asking. I was Yeah. So that's what I was asking before. Like, if I'm able to um, embody the beat before... And like hold time with it, I can more easily hit the five than if I just have to visualize and then hit the five because then I do rush it because I haven't created a a rhythm in my body. So I just want to throw that out there. I was not wrong. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw it out there and saying that you're still wrong, even if you were doing tap yeah, tap fair tap, tap, it'll still stuff up. Because and there's this, a reason for this. Yeah. So this this is a thing. So if you imagine. That that was 80 beats that I started with, mm-hmm. and Charlotte hit it too early. Yes. And then the last one we did was 180 beats per minute, and mm-hmm. Charlotte was a little bit too late. Mm-hmm. And everyone does this. Um, a, 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 a scientist named Faust. So, <laughs> which is tangent for a second. Yeah. So uh, when Jet and I first started talking about this, he was, he was like Faust, Faust, and we did all this research and we couldn't find this names this name anywhere because it's not spelt like that at all. <laughs> like not even close. It is spelt. V I E R O R D T. Carl von Weirut. Um, that, that's then, how I spell Faust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, in your defense, though, the Radiolab uh, episode, it was Radiolab. Yeah, wasn't yeah, Radiolab. It? Podcast, that's how they pronounced it. So you're completely forgiven for doing that. And then we went down this rabbit hole of like how different people would pronounce this name. And this is a website that's hilarious. I can't play all of the ones because some of them are. Somewhat inappropriate. Racist. Yeah, racist. <laughs> um, but hilarious. Um, and there's... Carl von Vierard. Vierard. <laughs> so that's the Australian that's, way of pronouncing That's how name. Google pronounces the name. Yeah. Um, the actual proper way of pronouncing this name, if you're curious, is... Vierard. Vierard. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Scandinavian of some description. Okay. Uh, I'm going to keep using Frost because that's how... Because that's how you it. heard it. That's fair and enough. So when yeah. he's... Yeah. So this guy, he's a scientist. He found this as well. When the beat's too slow, humans have this tendency to, you know, rush it. They kind of like, it's too slow. I need to pick it back up. And they'll Mm. hit the beat slightly too early. They've Mm. got this desire, this need to bring that beat up a little bit faster. Mm. And if it's too fast, it's too hectic. It's too much going on. They have this desire to slow it back down. So if you keep testing it and slowing and speeding up the maximum, eventually you get to this point in the middle mm. where humans are happy sitting at and be like, okay, no, this I, I at this do tempo, this. I don't need to speed up, I don't need to slow down, I can actually hit that fifth beat every time pretty <clears> consistently. <throat> and that is called the indifference point. And do you know how many BPMs it is, roughly? Yeah, it's about a hundred and... Oh, no. Oh, no, Bruce. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, While you think of it, I, I'm just thinking as well, I wonder what it says about me psychologically that I don't... that I sped up when you went really fast <laughs> that I rushed that one it's it's uh, it's science so it's not based on individual things yeah you just no, do it a that. thousand times yeah, and yeah, eventually yeah. you get, get averages right um I mm, so in my experience the indifference point is different for different things okay so I think the indifference point they came up with was about 160 150 okay but for dancers it's different because our movement is bigger yeah it's a larger movement so our indifference point tends to be about 120 beats per minute. 
Oh. But something for like a drummer could be higher because yeah. they're just letting the sticks fall, like having gravity pull the yeah. sticks down. And then I wonder obviously if it would vary between dances, even within the swing genre, like between Lindy and Bal. Right. The difference point would be obviously much higher in Bal. It would be, yeah, Because true. your comfort zone is different. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it was just a really interesting point that humans have this natural tendency to pull towards a, a certain beats per minute. And it's actually really hard to hold a beat. Yeah, so that's why you get classes where everyone starts speeding up. Yep. That's or when it's a fast song, everyone slows back down. Yeah, and you're just like, where are you? What? Is, that's not even a beat. So, yes, it's a thing that we know. And yes, there's a scientific term for it. It's the indifference point. I just liked it. And it's actually on Radiolabs. So if you go to that podcast, you can listen was, to that whole yeah. thing about it because it's really cool. I had listened to it. That was, I liked that, um, that yeah, podcast. It was, yeah, it was talking. Yeah, anyway. It was talking a lot about music. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to bring everyone along with that kind of journey of there is a real word for it. Cool. The thing that we all know as dance t- instructors. <laughs> Faust. <laughs> and then we have to, you know, as drummers or as dancers, train ourselves to hold, be able to hold mm. the beat. And it's difficult. You get the old recordings of like swing music. And if you're playing around with them and chopping like the start and the ending together, you'll notice that they don't actually match up anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, actually really interesting. Professional do musicians do speed up and slow down a little bit when they haven't actually got Trained. a clicking track that they're, that they're dancing to, uh, playing, playing to. Hmm. All right. How many more points have you got? Because I've got two more naff jokes. Okay. And well, I want to save my, my favorite for, for last. We're up to one hour. Okay. That was, okay, I've got a little bit about 12 bar blues. Because I know blues phrasing confuses some people like okay. when it's coming up. And I've got a, like Luke had a really <clears> cool point about that. So I do actually want to bring up the, uh, the, this idea about blues. Okay. So fifth. I'll say one joke before and then one joke to, to close it off. Okay. Sounds that? Good. Go for it. Okay. So uh, this is really, really naff. Like this is something that I would maybe say to my six-year-old nephew. Um, what do you call a cow that can play a musical instrument? Oh, this is going to be bad, isn't it? Yeah. Don't know. A musician. Moo. He's can staring that, at me. Can we have that chirping sound? Can we please oh! have that? Oh, it did take me a while to get it. You yeah, should have had it. Late. I should have. Yeah. No, sorry. If you um, don't want Charlotte to ever tell jokes again, let us know. These are not my jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, the, uh, the last one will redeem us all. Okay. Okay, so... You're going to hate it. It's going to be so great. So, 12 bar blues. Yes. There... What is a bar? Okay. That's a good point. <laughs> As a dancer... Yes. One bar is eight beats long. Yes. Because that's usually how long dance moves last. Mm-hmm. As in, like, in salsa, it's all in eight. <clears throat> um, I, I'm not sure about ballet, actually. Why do they go to eight? I don't know. They do count to eight, though. Five, six, seven, and ponder. Do they, though? One, two, three, don't. I'm sure, they, I'm sure Ben was counting us in. Oh, maybe he wasn't. I don't think he was. He just played the music and said, do yeah. the thing. Yeah, he do never counted us in. That was one thing that really threw me off. When we did hip-hop as well with Kira, Kira yeah, she, didn't, okay. she, would, she wouldn't count you in. She would just, like, the music would start, and then she'd be like, and go! And you're like, Ah! <laughs> You would just like I would miss it every time. Uh, yeah, as, as it's a common thing for dancers mm. to be count, counted into eight. Yes, musicians, it's to four. A uh, one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Like it's yeah, a bar is four beats in four-four timing. In, in the music that we dance to, which is usually four-four, mm-hmm. there's gonna be four beats in that bar. Um, this all gets very mathematical very quickly. If you're in standard phrasing, you do four swing outs. Yep. If you're doing blues phrasing, you do six swing outs. For a phrase. And that will be the end of the phrase and everything. So that's the simple way of going about it. Well, it's not simple. That's the, the easiest way to answer the question. Mm. There are better ways to answer it. Okay. In blues, the typical progression is the first, so the, the home chord, mm. the, the chord where the whole structure is based around. Okay. So this is an E, well, E minor actually. And this is what the whole song's going to be based around. Okay. This is our first. In blues, the chord progression goes up to a fourth, which is going to be an A in this case, and then back to home, back to your first, and then it goes up to a fifth. And in this, this is a B, and then it goes back to home via the fourth. So there's your fourth, and there's home. And the reason I use the word home is for a particular reason. Home, this E, 
because it's set up. It's where the song starts. Mm. It's what the musicians like got you feeling. Yeah. It feels comfortable. Yeah. When he picks it up to a different chord, the relationship between that chord and the first chord mm. is what you feel. Okay. So if you go from one to four, there's a spe- there's specific names for like um, uh, the subdominant. Like mm. it's this fourth, this A chord. It kind of makes you want to like, yeah, it's a pretty sound, but it feels more comfortable when I'm here. Yeah. Okay. And then the fifth is the, the primary dominant, this B chord. This fifth. So the relationship between the first and the fifth is significant. There's a whole bunch of stuff around. They sound really nice together when you play uh, both of those notes. They kind of resonate really well together. Yeah. But when you go from the first, when you go from home to that fifth, there's a strong desire to get back home. Okay. And every blues progression, well, not every, but most blues progression will go to that fifth chord on the way and then go back to home and that's the end. Okay. So whenever you hear this, the end of the phrase is coming up. Okay. So if you can, so he will actually train his students to be like, you know, here's here's the thing, this this home, there's fifth, ready, let's go back home. Okay. And in different keys, that's your home, that's your home, that's your fourth, there's your fifth, back home. Okay. So if you can hear this fifth chord, Mm. then you know when the blues phrasing is ending. That's really cool. So you don't have to be able to count to six. You don't have to be able to count 12 bars. Yeah. You can just be like, okay, yeah, he's jamming. And I guess that's what it would be like of... So I'm not a numbers person, as we all... That was fifth, so we've got to get back home. And we're done. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it, when people can just feel the end of the phrase. Yep. That's sort of, it's obviously not an emotional feel, but you, I, you're recognizing something that you're not aware what it is you're recognizing. And, and that's... So that's it. That is what you're recognizing. It's the fifth. It's that fifth chord. And it's the same on, obviously, different instruments. We have, this is C. And we might go up to our fourth, well, we will go up to our fourth, which is going to be our F and our fifth is this G. So between this C, that's our fifth. That's like, oh, I need to get <laughs> There's something quite stressful about hanging out there. Yeah, so if I was to go like, um, It's not resolved yet. It's like when you finish a sentence with an inflection. (laughs) Yes. And everyone expects you to keep talking. (laughs) It's this, yeah, it's the way that the music speaks. It's this kind of like, yeah, things will resolve when it has that nice home feel. Yeah, that's cool. Thanks. I actually, I did not know that. I Mm. have learned things with the rest of you. So yeah, blues progressions. Mm. If it gets to that fifth and you can feel that tension building up, it's going to resolve. It's going to, it probably will pass back through the fourth Mm -hmm. on its way back to home. um, Because that's your standard kind of thing. The way it does, the way it works. But uh, yeah, that was something that Luke was explaining to me. I was like, oh, that makes sense. That is really cool. Yeah. Thanks, Luke. Yeah. Good job. So yeah, that way you don't have to count. That way you can just be like, that's the feeling. Yay, no counting. (laughs) Cool. All right. Was there anything else that you, you you always want to sort of say in classes, but you never get around to? No, everything else we do manage to get a chance to say, I yeah. think. Yeah. Usually when we do, the, the times that we do musicality classes. The phrasing class. Because like, we do do phrasing classes. We do, and yeah. And it is easy to practice, like, when's the end of the song coming? There it's coming. It's ended. Ta-da. Yeah. And you can, f- yeah. But this is the first time I've had, like, instruments and a lot of time to talk about things. Mm. So, um, Yeah. Like I said, not a musician, but i um, obviously been studying dance for a while and been playing guitar for a while. Mm-hmm. You're a heck of a lot better musician than I am. <laughs> Thanks. It's not that much of a no, compliment. It's not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is somewhat of one. Cool. All right. 
Um, so aside from joke? yeah, one more joke, okay. and I feel I've been building this one up a lot, and I know that you're yeah. not gonna laugh, but it makes me laugh, and that's what matters. So she's been talking about this joke all week. She found <laughs> it, and she told me, didn't tell me the joke. She told me she found a joke, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. So what is Beethoven's? Fi- what was Beethoven's favorite fruit? I don't know. What's Banana. <laughs> It's the best joke ever. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. And I shared it with you some... You would. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I know Kim's giggling out there somewhere. <laughs> um, and like I shared it with people at work, and they they also laughed. But then again, I hire kids. <laughs> so that's why. Um, yeah, that, that, was, that was my joke. All right, fair enough. Yeah. So right. um, that was uh, another long podcast. Um, it was. But it's informative. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you for for that. No Death worries. Round. Thank you, Luke. Uh, thank you, Luke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we have a the quiz. The quiz question. So this quiz question is based on musicality. It's mm. based on time signatures, actually. Mm. So we normally dance to 4-4. Four, four. Yes. And normally it's AABA, like mm. the structures fit really well. And so routines like Mama's Stew, mm-hmm. solo jazz routine, because it fits to that, it fits to a whole bunch of other songs. Yeah. So for Troop, we'll often do Mama's Stew to warm up to different songs. And I think we did it to like Mama number five a couple yeah. weeks ago, and it fit really well. Yeah. Like it was just, it was spot on. Last week, we did it to a song and it did not fit at all. It wasn't the phrasing that didn't <clears> fit, <throat> the bars didn't seem to fit the moves either. Yeah. It'd be halfway through one of these moves. And then it would just change. So I've got a theory that it's a different time signature. Okay. What's so, the song? So yeah, that's what the quiz is today. Is I want to know what the time signature of Hey Ya by Outcast is. Hey Ya. I can obviously Google it. I'm going to listen to it as well after the podcast to see if I can figure it out myself. Yeah. But if you were out there, if anyone Googles it, that's cheating. Don't, yeah, yeah, don't you Google can't it. Google things. Um, but yeah, have a listen to Hey Ya by Outcast, mm. and see if you can count how many beats are in each bar before it progresses on to the next thing. I want to see if it was just us, mm. but because we're dancing Mama's Stew, like it should it, it yeah, fit. It's some some bits fit really well, and then yeah. some it just fell apart at some bits. So mm. I'm really curious about the time signature if it's that that is different. Mm. If you're ever bored, by the way, this is a great exercise of um, just a, a routine. Like Mama's Stew is perfect because it's nice and short, and just throw it onto random songs, no. like proper random, like not even in the swing category. Um, great times, great times ensured. We literally learned the song <laughs> to thrift shop. It's, yes. Remember how Remy taught it? And yeah, 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 yeah. That was outstanding. That was a good class. Yeah. That was a good class. All right. That's it from us. We're going to do the outro. Uh, if you come up with a quiz question, go to Untangling the Mess Around yep. page on Facebook. Punch mm-hmm. it in there. And we'll give you a free class if you get the correct time signature. Yeah. Uh, next week. We don't know what we're talking about next week. I don't know yet. We'll figure it out. If you've got embarrassing swing stories, let us know. We've got yeah. other people, other stories coming in through. So we'll have to do a part two at some point because last week was fun. Yay, part two. Otherwise, uh, thanks, Sha. Thank you, Jethro. Uh, we will... Oh, we'll play us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, play us out. I'm going to choose... A random number. Random number 15 today. 15. All right. It's going to be... Oh, it's going to be interesting. Is it a tuba? Nope. <laughs> I should play tuba. Okay. We uh, could invite Peter Smith. He could play the tuba <laughs> and the washboard. The washboard. All right. Hi, Peter. I am going to start playing and Charlotte's going to read the credits. Thanks yes. very much for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. This is guys. Miss Around. We'll catch you in class. They all sound the same to me. Seven, eight, one. <laughs> we would like to thank um, our musical, like our, our music, I guess. Yeah. Let, uh, Lache Band, who do the little intro sa- sa- samples. I can't speak anymore. I haven't eaten yet. Um, we would like to thank our international liaison, Luke Hardinge, uh, for this week's episode. Sponsored by the Australian government or the Australian tax office and Patreon. Our producer, Jethro. Editor, Jethro. Sound engineer, Jethro. Fact checker, Jethro. Researcher, Jethro. And comic relief, Charlotte. I think that's all we have this week. Nicely done. Thanks. Yeah, yeah.